0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Everything Bagels with Jenny Cressman, your host with the most, the most interesting guests. And today I have a very interesting person with me in the studio, Sydney Jones. Welcome, Sydney. Hello, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm glad to have you and glad to get better acquainted because your name has come up so many times and I've seen you in plays and known you've been directors and stage manager of all sorts of productions here in town. And uh, we haven't really ever had a chance to just kibitz and chat. So now we have a chance. This is true. I'm really (laughs) looking forward to it. And so I just learned that you're actually
1: a local lass. I didn't realize that. So you've been in Huntsville all your life? Yes. Actually, my parents were born here as well. So (laughs) I've been here forever. Went away for school, came back to have kids and...
0: Yeah. Okay. And got involved in theater, and now you're you're involved in so many different aspects of the theatrical and arts community. You're one of the things that, uh, and one of the reasons that I wanted to have you in the studio today is because you are the incoming president of the Huntsville Festival of the
1: Arts. Yes, that's awesome. Yes, I'm very excited about that. I uh, uh, stood as vice president for two years, and Mm -hmm. then when Gord Duncan um, stepped down, uh, I was nominated to go in his place. And I'm very excited. It's going to be a, a very exciting two years.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Huntsville Festival of the Arts has has morphed into a sort of a different being, uh, partly because of COVID and also having, you know, a new person in charge. When I was on the board years ago, um, things were a little bit more different. we were more intently focused on the summer season, but now mm-hmm. it's more spread out all over the year. So that must present some
1: challenges, though. Well, it, it does, but I think it also makes it much more interesting for people. I mean, in the early days, as you know, it was primarily, you know, a couple of weeks in the summer and it was on the tennis court at Grandview mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I was the uh, box office manager back in those days. Oh, OK. But yeah. So it, it was a unique new thing at the time, but mm-hmm. now, as you say, things have morphed, and uh, because of our wonderful staff, Dan Watson and Hannah Naiman, mm-hmm. we are able to have a year-round events, and um, a lot of the bigger events in the winter are at Deerhurst, which is great, because yeah. they, you know, we have big names, and they They draw people. And in the wintertime, you want to get out. You want to do things. You want to have some fun. Yeah, yeah. And thankfully, uh, as you say, yes, there are challenges, but our staff are just fabulous at helping us navigate those challenges well and it's nice that you have more venues um, it,
0: certainly when the algonquin theater was built and that became the main home for the festival of the arts everybody rejoiced <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> so a little yes. more slugging chairs around at grandview <laughs> but then having the Deerhurst stage as well uh, it's just nice to have a variety of venues what are you looking forward to most in the coming year for the festival
1: Oh my goodness. That is a tough question (laughs) because there's just, there's so many exciting things. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I really touched me last year, and actually I was just speaking with Joyce Crone in the hall, Mm -hmm. was the Indigenous ribbon skirt display Ah, in the uh studio. Um, Just the idea that we can reach out and bring in communities and join communities in ideas and concepts and Beliefs and and thoughts that wouldn't naturally have come to them because of their own background, mm-hmm. and that might be an artist or a display or whatever that just all of a sudden piques your interest. Okay, yeah.
0: so you're you're going to have a variety of. Activities that might be related to uh, the native community, then in the coming year. I'm hoping we will be able to do
1: some at at this point. Dan is still in the process of planning the summer uh, events, so I I don't know. I have no idea what (laughs) might be in the (laughs) offing, so to speak. I know we always have our Nuit Blanche North, yes, uh, which is a fabulous event. Oh, I love it! I love it. Um, but uh, it's always the day, you know, the meeting when Dan uh, unveils what he plans for the summer.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So uh, lots of things cooking in the background. Indeed, indeed. And
0: and you've just come off some really interesting events too, not just with the Festival of the Arts, but you're involved in so many different elements in the community. The Huntsville Theatre Company, Trinity Players, Dragonfly Theatre Company, the Monarch, Dot the T Productions, all of these things you've been involved with over the years. And... The most recent activity, I think, was a play, a pie, and a pint. That, Can you tell us
1: about that one? That just happened at the end of January, right? Actually, it just our last show was on Wednesday, so it is an annual event. It is yes. an HFA event. It's through the Fringe Committee. Mm-hmm. So, with the HFA stuff that is not on the main stage, we yep. classify it as Fringe, mm-hmm. and so the the a play, a pie, and a pint is a concept that. um uh, kareem burns brought to the board when she was on the board and yes, it was a, yes. an idea that originated in scotland and yep. the concept is for your ticket price you get um in this case a slice of pizza or mm-hmm. a salad mm-hmm. um a pint of beer or a glass of wine and you get to see a series of four 10 minute plays nice and so for this particular um series of three nights I was um, on the door, making sure, you know, seating people. And I was the stage manager and I was the MC. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it just happened to work out that way. I don't normally wear that many hats.
0: <laughs> well, it, I'm sure it all went very smoothly. So that was January 22 to 24. Correct. And uh,
1: is it every January? Is it always on the same weekend? It's not the same weekend, but it is always in January. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, the idea is... Let's just get people out of the house for, you know, it's not a long night because they're only 10 minute plays. Yeah. So what we do is they come, they have their meal. Mm -hmm. Then we do our, you know, two 10 minutes. Then we have an intermission and then another two 10 minute plays. Yeah. And uh, I think it's just a nice break in the early winter, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are very blessed. We've had some amazing talent. And some of these plays are absolutely hilarious yeah we try not always they don't they aren't always comedies but most of them are and it's nice to get out for a laugh well kareen would
0: be proud i'm sure she's smiling down on us here we are in the kareen burns studio exactly exactly yeah and this talk show actually won the kareen burns award last year oh (laughs) congratulations that's wonderful (laughs) yeah she has been such an influence on this community over the years agreed yeah yeah so That's what just
1: happened, Mm -hmm. and now what's coming up next for you? Well, we are in the process of casting my play with Huntsville Theater Company. I'm going to be directing The Odd Couple in May. Oh, okay. So it 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 is. Um. uh, How shall we say this? People looked at me and said, "Are you doing the male version or the female version?" And I said, "Well." Really like to do things the way the playwright had originally intended, if uh-huh. possible. So I'm going to try for the male version. Okay, there's six six males <laughs> in this play. Wow. So okay. we're we're working on it. We're close to being cast. Okay. But we're just sort of working on tweaking a couple of things. Six guys. I because I, I think of only the two main ones. I don't think about the subsidiary characters as much, but well, they're they, important they're, too. <laughs> the, the play, which is a slightly different than the TV show, of course, mm-hmm. um, involves um, the guys playing poker. So that's why oh, you need yeah, the yeah. other four guys okay. for the poker, poker table. Okay. Yeah. And of course, the Pigeon Sisters as well. Oh, right, right. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, that's going to be on May 23 to 25. Is that right? Yes. And where is it going to be I believe
1: we are going to be at Jimmy Joyce. Oh, really? Yes. Um, Lauren uh, Rodriguez, Mm -hmm. also, of course, with HTC, her play Boeing Boeing is going to be there in February. That's the very first uh, play, I believe, that has been in that space. And I'm really excited that my play gets to be second.
0: Yeah, awesome. So that's great to have another large venue. How, How many seats do they have
1: there? I honestly don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't had the pleasure of physically being in this space myself yet, but Lauren is my stage manager and she nails down all the details and she said it's really a wonderful space.
0: Good, good, so, yeah. Okay, so Algonquin Theater seats about four hundred, um, and I'm guessing that Jimmy Joy's is smaller. <laughs> I, I think it's more studio
1: theater size. I sure, yeah. And then Deerhurst is somewhere in between. Oh, Deerhurst is big. Oh, bigger it, than four hundred. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. D- depending it's on been how. Years since I was there, actually. <laughs> depending on sort of how they put the wall dividers. Oh, right. I, I think I may have my numbers way off, but I think it seats like. 800 or something like massive oh, okay okay you know, I may have been in there for when a, we have the Jan Arden's out okay. there yeah the, you know all the oh, seats sure, are taken sure. yeah. yeah
0: yeah okay I may may have been in just when they had sort of split it up into a smaller space and yeah but it, it's nice to have that flexibility it
1: is because depending on how many people are mm-hmm. um planning to attend you could have um you know like cocktails in the back of that yeah, space as opposed yeah. to in another room Yes. Which is kind of nice, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I accidentally went there one time when they had a cocktail space out in the hall and I was walking through. It was for an Elvis impersonation thing. It was kind of (laughs) not something I expected to encounter when I was going to the bathroom anyway. (laughs) So we'll leave it on that note for now and we'll take a little break in case you need to go to the bathroom or whatever. And we'll be back very shortly after a few special commercials. We'll be back with Sidney Jones on Everything Bagels. Hang on to your hats. Welcome back to Everything Bagels with Jenny Cressman and Sidney Jones, also known as Sid, whatever you want. <laughs> just call her anything, just don't call her late for dinner, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we were talking about some of the shows that you've been involved with recently or upcoming shows, but last year you had a couple of really big, interesting shows. Can you tell us about those? Well,
1: first of all, there was the long-awaited Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Mm. Uh, it was, oh, many, many years in the making thanks to COVID. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, three-quarters of my cast was changed, and but it was um, well worth waiting for. It was such uh, an amazing event to see these characters come to life. And tell us about the people who were in it. Who are the stars? Uh, that would be... Um, Kyla Taylor Mm -hmm. and David Walton Mm -hmm. and we also had Nick Culture and Rachel Thompson. Okay. And uh, they, all four of them fully embodied their characters. Uh And and, and from the very beginning I said this is a difficult play and we want people to feel even though it's difficult that they're actually watching this happen. That Uh they're in the living room of the of the after party. Yeah. And they're watching it happen. And it was phenomenal to see them over the months embody these characters. Mm. And you knew when you looked in their eyes, mm-hmm. you knew that this was the character. It wasn't just, you know, Rachel standing up there spewing lines. Right. They had a full backstory. They had a fully fleshed out life. And it yeah. was it was just I was so proud of them. They were just yeah. amazing. And where was that? That was at the Algonquin Theater. It was. Yes. Okay.
0: And then the other production you had, which was a Dot the T production, Shirley Valentine. Where was that, that one?
1: That one was actually in Jan and Stephen Jacqueline's living room. And it, and ah. the thing is that the story takes place primarily in uh, Shirley's kitchen. Yes. And Jody Auckland was she is Shirley Valentine. Yeah, yeah she, I could see and that. And they're for remounting sure. it. They're remounting oh, it. Awesome. I don't have the dates off the top of my head, but if okay. you have a chance, do not miss this show.
0: Well, and I think it's going
1: to be at the Hillside Church, right? That's correct. They yes. they have teamed up and I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Jody is like an amazing actress. And the yeah. thing is that when I was brought in, she asked me to come in to direct mm. her and mm-hmm. it was so unique an experience because she has, she's been acting since she was a very small child, uh-huh. so all I did was just sort of tweak things, you know, like mm-hmm. I didn't need yeah. to do anything because she yeah. already had the character, I, we had a one rehearsal and I said, huh. okay, let's discuss backstory, she talked for like 45 minutes and just went on and I'm like, okay, I have no questions <laughs> that's so much fun as a director to see your actors just run with the characters oh yeah yeah Yeah. well what's
0: been your most fun play to be a part of in whatever capacity as an actress or actor or directors
1: well i've 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 got a few favorites but one of my one of my most favorites was when winnie knew oh yes that um was at the algonquin theater Mm -hmm. and that of course is about tom thompson Winnie Trainer. And, and yeah. Winnie Trainor. Yeah. And it was unique because Grant Nichols, of course, of HBR fame. Mm-hmm. Yes. He actually, <laughs> and other things. He's and, and of course yes. for many reasons. Of and of course he is. for others. <laughs> of course he is. He actually um took um the book by Roy McGregor mm-hmm. and he shortened it into a one act piece. He wrote it. Oh, okay. I didn't and, realize that. And yeah. he brought in Sean Cotton, who wrote mm-hmm. all original music. Yes. And then um, Grant played Tom, mm-hmm. and I was asked to portray Winnie. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, Grant asked Greg Paris, who also was with HBR at the time. Okay, uh, and he directed us, nice. and it was such a wonderful, unique, and awesome experience because we were completely sold out. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and I and I was like. Oh, okay, um. So, uh, mm, yeah we we have like four hundred people staring down at us. Yay! Oh, it's but dark. It, you can't see them. It, yeah, well, you kind of <laughs> can. But
0: no, it it was
1: it was just such a great experience to be. It was a once in a lifetime. Well, once in a lifetime, but could it be brought back? Could it be remounted? Hypothetically, absolutely, if all of the players were willing. yeah. But it, it was fun. And, and actually, when we had the sort of um, after event, people mm-hmm. were like, you should make it longer. You should have another act. 2X, mm. you know what happens mm. next yeah yeah but uh, yeah I I was really pleased to have been asked to be a part of that
0: yeah no that was a very special performance for sure mm-hmm. so in every performance there are special moments and also bloopers <laughs> tell us what goes on behind the scenes what's the what stands out in your mind as some of the biggest
1: blooper stories or at least a good one <laughs> well I've got I've got a good one I've got a good one um I don't know. Exactly whether it was 2015 or 2016, but it was a while ago. Um, Greg Paris was directing a play called Blood Relations, and I played mm-hmm. Lizzie Borden mm-hmm. in that. And uh, my uh, other lead uh, and I were on stage at this point, and we were, well, it's a complicated story in that we both play two characters. Okay. And so I had stepped in. To my other character and I'm talking to her the way I'm talking to you mm-hmm. and I'm looking over her shoulder and I'm waiting for another actress to come on stage she's supposed to burst in on us ah uh, she didn't appear oh no so I look at the other actress and she looks at me and she could tell from my eyes something was going on and in this particular moment I'm an Irish maid and I looked at her and I said would you like some coffee with your eggs ma'am <laughs> and then <laughs> she looked at me and it was like, okay, here we go. So so suddenly you're extemporaneous. Exactly. <laughs> and we went on for what felt like forever. Ever, because we're we're improving yes, this yes. whole scene, right? Yes, and she's talking about the sister and how she's upset with her and why she's angry with her, and I'm pouring coffee, <laughs> and I'm meanwhile I'm going to the door and I'm kind of like looking, going, is she there? Where is she? It and I mean it probably wasn't more than like a minute or two, but that would seem long. But <laughs> meanwhile, Greg, yeah, unbeknownst to us, was at the back with his hand on the lights. He was he was gonna like. Go black because she's not there. You can't have a play without the people who are supposed to say their lines. And um, as it happens, she came bursting in. We We carried on. And then the stage manager afterwards was talking to her husband, who happened to be in the audience. And he said... You know, it was a pretty good play, but there was that one section that just didn't really seem to need to be there. And 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 they got a little bit quiet. They weren't like their their normal, you know, anyway. We got away with it. It worked. And you know what happened? Like well, what happened was she was downstairs uh-huh. sort of in the green room area. Yeah. And she was talking to someone else about something pertaining to the play. But didn't realize how how far oh, we had okay. progressed. Okay. So when she realized, she came barreling up the stairs and on stage. Okay. <laughs> it was just like, whoops. <laughs> but and, and she felt absolutely terrible afterwards. Of course, of course. But the two it was like, it's okay. We were able to cover. Yeah. And if you didn't know, you didn't know. it was just like there was that odd section, but other than that, it was great play. <laughs> Those things don't happen that. I mean, there's always little things, but that's the biggest one that I can remember, and it it was just sort of in the moment. I just kind of went, "Okay, here we go." You
0: know, I remember seeing that play, and I do remember a little
1: little question about, "Oh, that was different." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and you kind of you, when something doesn't go the way it's expected to go, you have to be able to stay in character. Yeah. And just do something yeah. that looks reasonable. Sure, because most sure. of the time, those little bloopers don't last very long. Like, no. for you, they feel like an eternity. Yeah. But the audience um, doesn't, unless they have been at rehearsals, they don't know what to expect. Right. right. So they just right. accept it. Because you believe yeah. it, they believe it. Yeah.
0: You have to make them believe Thankfully. with you. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So have you done
0: improv, too? Have you, like, on I'm, the... I'm, I'm, in other occasions. <laughs>
1: um, not, uh, I did actually, Derek Shelley had a, yes. a, an improv Yeah, yeah. I was group. part of his group at one time too. I, yeah. I, I went for a while. I didn't get particularly good at it. I think the reason that it worked in this particular case is mm-hmm. because I, um, my fellow actress and I had focused really hard on the relationship between the two characters. Uh,
0: okay. And so
1: I knew if I zigged, she'd zag. Yes. But yeah. it, you have to have a really good working relationship with the person you're on stage with yeah. for that to work. Otherwise, you risk the opportunity of, well, you and I are both going to speak at the same time. Yeah. And then the audience is going to know something's wrong. Right. Yeah. So what do you prefer? Acting, directing, being stage manager? Do you have a preference? That's a tough one because it's, it's different parts of the brain.
0: You know. Oh yeah. I yeah. like them all. I like them all. Okay. Yeah. So next up you're going to be directing though. Yes, that's right. Okay. Next up directing and then we'll see. And maybe we'll see you back on stage as Winnie you, again.
1: You never know or or, Lizzie, or or who knows. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I I'm I'm up for whatever's coming my way.
0: Okay, we have just a couple seconds left, but do you have a role that you would love to do? Oh my goodness. Oh, I can't even
1: think of one. Uh, Honestly. Uh, Okay, anything, anything. <laughs> anything, honestly. I okay. love them. I love them. Uh, a dramatic part, I think, is my favorite. Though. Okay,
0: so we will see perhaps a little more drama in your life. And thank you very much for coming in and being my guest today on Everything Bagels. Thanks, Sydney. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, bye for now. Bye. bye.